Hello, and welcome to Sunday Devotionals with John and Rachel. We're so honored to have you join us as we explore God's truth and get to know him in a more authentic and intimate way. As we go through life, many of us have questions, concerns, and issues that may hinder us from fully embracing who God is and who he's called us to be. These devotionals are designed to help us navigate life and all that comes with it, learning and growing in God. So pull up a chair and grab a cup of coffee, or in my case, tea, and join us as we fellowship. Lately, we've been talking about walking freely in Christ and what that looks like. The Bible tells us that Christ died to make us free and free from the law of sin and death. Uh, We talked a lot about God's grace and how he's made a provision for us to have a real, genuine Mm -hmm. relationship with him. Mm -hmm. And, you know, sometimes that is not an easy thing to, to do because there's a temptation to be perfect in our own strength, which we know. Absolutely. Is impossible. Cannot be done. So, you know, we, we wanted to continue. We kind of started last week on uh, part one. And it was very, very rich. And we pray that it's been edifying to you. But part two is even better as we're getting ready to go deeper into the old agreement, the new agreement. And there are two things that the Lord calls us to be. And I want you to stay tuned so you can listen in on what those two things are. And maybe we can take an assessment Am I one of these things? Two That's good. Of these things. Let's see. That's good. So, so join us as we go deeper. Let's go and deeper. explore God's truth. The new agreement, which is the law of the Spirit, comes to us after we've accepted Christ and we allow the work of Christ, our faith in Christ, to cause us to live out what God is asking us to do. So it's almost like the spirit is empowering us to please God. The spirit is checking us and the spirit is causing us to live in a way that we wouldn't have been able to live on our own. So there's a freedom that the Lord wants us to have when we come to him. Living for God is supposed to be a walk of freedom. It's a walk with boundaries. But in those boundaries comes freedom. Absolutely. As oxymoronic as that sounds, and as much of a paradox as it is, you mean boundaries create freedom? Yeah. Because Mm. with no boundaries comes the bondage of sin that no boundaries creates. Lawlessness, yeah. Lawlessness. What everybody thinks. Do whatever you want. But with the boundaries that come with Christ and with with the character and what the guidelines that he brings about, comes the freedom to be able to walk in him. Yeah. That's true freedom. Yeah. And you just think about it even as parents and and our our poor kids, they're going to always get it. But, you know, um, as a parent, a good parent, a good parent has rules and a good parent creates boundaries for their children. Boundaries make their children feel safe. Boundaries make their children um, th- it helps you to be able to figure out and, and be able to facilitate a real relationship. You know, boundaries help the kids to be able to be kids and have the safety of oversight because we all need oversight. It's nothing like living in this world alone with, with, with just left to your own thoughts, because at the end of the day, 
We don't know. We can't see the full story. We can't see every possible perspective. You know, they say two heads are better than one, four eyes are better than two. It's always better to have another perspective. So what God does is God moves his people from a checklist of rules to a spirit of rules. It's more so from a rigid, don't do this, do this, don't do this, do this, don't do this a little bit, do this a lot. And, and, and to have to remember that and to have to now, now what he does is through the finished work of Christ, our relationship with Christ causes us to work together with the Lord. And now as we walk with the Lord, the checklist becomes inherently a part of us where we just won't do stuff instead of don't do stuff. So it's like, uh, don't do that. No, I won't do that because the spirit of the law is leading me against that. Or I will do that because the spirit is leading me to do that. See, and there's a freedom that, that the Lord wants us to have in walking with him. This is 2 Corinthians 3, 7 and verse 9. An old agreement judged people guilty of sin, but it had glory. So surely the new agreement that makes people right with God has much greater glory. The beautiful thing about the new agreement, which is the law of the spirit, is the law of the spirit makes us right with God. I'm going to let that sit there for a minute. The law of the spirit makes us right with God. The old agreement, the Ten Commandments, all those things show us how guilty we are of being sinful. The new law of the spirit helps us and makes us right with God, which has more glory. In chapter uh, three, down to 14, but their minds were closed. And even today, when those people reading the writings of the old agreements, that's reading the law, people trying to live by the laws, the Bible says that their minds are closed. Their minds are closed. Their minds were blind. That same covering hides the meaning. So the fact that people are looking to live by laws, the Bible is telling us here that the creation of the laws wasn't necessarily designed for you to create a permanent lifestyle to try to accomplish them because you wouldn't be able to. The purpose of it was a segue to you receiving Christ, who will be the only person to be able to accomplish and fulfill those laws. And Romans, I just want to add that yeah. Romans 7 pretty much deals with this same concept. Yeah. This, that's a good yeah. chapter to read. Um, really, all of Romans for me is that mm-hmm. it has to be one of my favorite books because it deals a lot with the duality of who we are in both our flesh and walking in the spirit. And especially Romans 7 and 8, mm-hmm. you know. I like to look at it like Romans 7 kind of deals with the flesh yeah. where, you know, Romans 8 you know, sort of brings in the victory mm-hmm. through Christ. But in any event, Romans seven deals uh, a lot with what you're, you're talking about. I just want to read a few verses. Sure. Yeah. Um, Romans seven, I'll start at the fifth verse says, when we were living in the flesh, mere physical lives, the sinful passions that were awakened and aroused up by what the law makes sin. So again, like you said, mm-hmm. the law is what sets that guideline, that, that line in the sand that determines who's on the left and who's on the right. Mm-hmm. If there was no line, there's no left or right, mm-hmm. right? We're all just in a group. 
But once a line is drawn, then it becomes you're on the left of the line, you're on the right of the line. So the law is what creates that, that, uh, determination of what was sin. And it also awakens that part of us that is sin, mm-hmm. right? So it says it aroused up by what the law makes sin. We're constantly operating in our natural powers, in our bodily organs, in the sensitive appetites and wills of the flesh so that we bore fruit for death. Mm-hmm. But now we are discharged from the law and have terminated all intercourse with it. This is the amplified version. Having died to what once restrained and held us captive. Mm. So now we serve not under obedience to the old code of written regulations, but under obedience to the promptings mm. of the spirit in newness of life. Mm. I love that. In newness of life. And newness of life. Like, I think that's one of the hardest things to do for us is to embrace the newness of life in Christ. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to really help people, especially those who are just now coming to the knowledge of Christ, that you not get religious, that you not fall into the trap of trying to live saved in your own strength. Because that's not walking in the spirit. That is walking by the old law. So that, that's really what we're trying to, to help encourage you in the fact that there's a newness of life that we are to walk in that is empowered by the spirit of God. So as we were meditating on this, there were two, two takeaways that I wanted us to consider ourselves as. And these two roles, uh, I believe the Lord wants us to see ourselves as in the earth. OK, and I read it before. And one one thing is you are a letter. Written. From Christ to the world. Your life is a letter to be read by the world. We talked about nonverbal communication. We talked about the mask and how, you know, a lot of a lot of walking with the Lord is nonverbal. Let's just be honest. You know, a lot of people are looking at how you react in certain situations, the peace that you have in certain situations, your temperament, if you're selfish, if you're forgiving. There are certain characteristics that are reminiscent of someone who has a relationship with the Lord. The fruit of the spirit is visible. That means your life becomes a letter that people can read. And it's really Christ writing your story to the world. So this is what Paul was telling the Corinthians here, that you are a letter not written on stone or ink, but the spirit is writing a letter through your life to the world about Christ. He wants to use every aspect of your life, your personality, what you've been through, how you see the world, how you speak to people, how you interact with people, how you love, how you forgive, how you give. All these other things, the Lord wants to write a letter through your life to the world. The second thing, and this is the last uh, um, thing. So two things I want you to remember. I'm a letter. I'm a letter that I'm a letter to the world that Christ is writing. A living epistle. Yeah, that's what you are. The second thing that you are, this comes from 2 Corinthians 2. Verses 14 through 16. This is easy to read Bible. And it says, but thanks be to God who in Christ always leads us in triumphal procession and through us spreads the fragrance 
of the knowledge of him everywhere. So not only are you a letter, but you're also a fragrance. Notice this is not, this has little to do with you saying anything. This has a lot to do with you being. It's not saying you love the Lord and saying you're a Christian and saying you believe God and saying that you trust him. The law of the spirit is visible. It's a being and a doing because of your trust and faith, not in yourself and your own abilities, but it's in your own faith and trust in the finished work of Jesus Christ that we all have proven we could never do on our own. We are the fragrance of the knowledge of him everywhere for we are, watch this, the aroma of Christ to God among those who are being saved and among those who are perishing. We are a fragrance to the world. We are fragrance to God and we are fragrance to the world among those who are being saved. God is putting us in environments where he wants us to let off his scent in the room. There's nothing more powerful than the scent. I know you really, she, she got a bionic nose. Let me tell you, she can tell you that, you know, in the refrigerator that this was with this and you put this and you didn't close this right. I'm telling you, she's like a superhero <laughs> fragrance. And maybe you can speak to like the power what of fragrance. I, and like what, what I was going to say yeah. is that, well, that, I mean, yeah, I, I guess you could call me a bloodhound. Yes, definitely. <laughs> Most definitely. Most I de- definitely. You know, my sense of smell is, is keen, but what I wanted to add to that, because you said we are the aroma of Christ. Yeah. So in other words, we're not, we're, the aroma is not coming from us. Right. It's like somebody who puts on perfume. Mm-hmm. The perfume is the fragrance. That's mm. the aroma. But we are the carriers of the perfume. So I yeah. spray the perfume on me. Mm-hmm. But when I walk through the store and I walk... Uh, throughout the house or wherever else I'm walking, the people are not smelling me. They're smelling the fragrance that I put on. So we're putting on Christ Mm. again, not us because we don't need us. I don't need you and you sure don't need me. So we're putting on Christ. Mm -hmm. And as we're walking throughout the earth and interacting with people and going to our jobs and talking and interacting with our family. They're not smelling us. They're smelling Christ and that aroma. So again, it takes the pressure off for us because it's not in us. It's Christ that they're experiencing. So when we're walking and we're experiencing and we're interacting with people, they're experiencing the aroma of Christ. And like you said, there's no verbal necessarily. I mean, of course, we verbally share. Yeah, but that's not what we're gospel. leading with. Right. But in certain cases, you're not you may not ever like if I'm walking in the store, sometimes I may have perfume and somebody may stop me and say, what is that scent? Mm. It smells so good. But sometimes they just may smell it, experience it and be like and they'll say to themselves, wow, that smells really good. Yeah. And they'll go and they'll research it themselves. Yeah. Perfume that smells like flowers. Perfume that smells like, you know, when you Google yes. something, you don't know what you're looking for, but you know, okay, that prompted my curiosity. Let me look further. You may not get a chance to smell or, or to ask what somebody's smelling, but you'll, you'll go and do the research yourself. So what's my point? We may not necessarily... Ask us, what is that about you? But once again, they're experiencing the aroma of Christ and 
through their own investigation, they'll come to the knowledge of Christ. Mm-hmm. Amen. So let's ask this. What does Christ smell like on you? What, what does the Lord smell like on you when you put on Christ? And, and what's, what's funny is right? a lot of times you forget you have it on. Yeah. You're just going about your day mm-hmm. and you don't even smell it yourself because you're used to it. Your nose has become accustomed to it. But everybody else that's experiencing you for the first time or after a while that you come into contact with, they're like, what is that? Mm-hmm. Or oh, you smell really good. And you're mm-hmm. like, really? Okay, I guess so. Mm-hmm. Once again, Christ is on you. You're just going about your daily life living and people are experiencing him. Not you, him. Yeah. Now, I see, the thing is, I think we've just opened up another realm with this analogy because now more and more things is coming. But what happens <laughs> when you put on perfume without washing? You can't put on Christ with unwashed bodies. What that basically means is you can't live any kind of way you want with unclean hands, just no, you know, no, nothing like that. And then try to put on some perfume because all of us know that don't smell right. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nothing like somebody being in somebody's midst where you know they didn't. They, tried, they didn't. They cut you didn't shower. They but cut you Tried to fresh, freshen up. Yeah, and spray. they cut corners. <laughs> they cut corners because that kind of goes into to some a fragrance from death to death, and then to others a fragrance from life to life. We're also going to touch on, and I just put it out there that sometimes you smelling good will make other people feel bad. Like sometimes Christ's presence comes in a situation and convicts, which means he, he, he reveals the need to change. See, that's why people try to make Jesus like, oh, meek and lowly Jesus. He never pointed the finger at nobody. He never judged. He never did nothing. No, Jesus also came to divide in a sense that he's going to make you choose. Choose ye this day who you're going to serve. Are you going to live right or are you not? You can't serve two masters. You're either going to serve God and live for God, or you're going to serve yourself and suffer the consequences of that. So the rest of that verse basically says, for we are the aroma of Christ to God amongst those who are being saved and among those who are perishing. To one, we are a fragrance from death to death. And to another, we are a fragrance from life to life. We endeavor to please God. And in pleasing God, we must first recognize, first and foremost, that we cannot please God in our own strength. But we must allow the Spirit of God to be the one to lead us and to guide us and to really teach us and empower us to live this life so that we can live in freedom. The Bible says where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is fullness of joy. There is not burden. There is not ball and chain. There is not. There is a freedom, a freedom with boundaries. But there is a freedom. So that's what we wanted to share um, with you today as we prepare to go on and, and focus on walking freely in the Lord, living freely in the Lord and also building our character up um, in the Lord as we look at ourselves in light of God's grace, his goodness, his sovereignty, his love, his holiness, there is a calling that God has placed on each and every one of our lives that we are to walk according to the new agreement. And that is once you give your life to the Lord, you're surrendering your will to the will of the Lord and allowing him to be the guide 
to the life, not that you want to live, but the life that he has called and designed for you to live for his glory, for his glory. Amen. Amen. So, Lord, we thank you and we praise you yet again for thank you, uh, this time, for this day, for what it means. Thank you for meeting us every week, God. Thank you. Thank you for being with us every day. Lord, we, we can't say it enough how appreciative we are of your goodness towards us. We can't thank you enough for your grace, your mercy. Yes, Lord. You thank walk you. with us every day, minute by minute, whispering in our ear that you love us, that you're mm. with us, that uh, you're concerned about us. You lead us, you guide us. And thank Lord, you. we thank you. We thank you for the words that have been spoken today, God. We thank you for your leading in this direction. We thank you that we have taken the time to understand your attributes a little better. But now we want to turn the tables and now we want to focus on our attributes. We want to focus on those things about us, the fruit that other people are experiencing through our life, God. We want to focus on that now, God. Yes. So in these upcoming weeks and months, Lord, we pray, God, that you would be with us, that you would lead us and guide us, that you would speak to us, God, concerning those things, God. We pray that your spirit would be evident in our lives and that the fruit that your spirit yields would be evident, oh God. We pray, God, that the listeners and those involved, the participants, God, that as they go throughout their daily lives, God, that you would make yourself known and evident even more. Lord, we pray for your leading, the leading that could only come from you, God. We pray for your guidance and once again, your wisdom, Lord, to, to be evident in our lives, helping us make decisions, leading us in the way we should go, oh God encouraging our hearts. Lord, we pray, God, that you would bring victory yes, Lord. in every situation. Yes, Lord. Some of us are facing life or death situations, God, and we, we can't do it without you, God. We need your wisdom, your leading, your guidance. So, Lord, I pray that through those things, you would bring your victory, God, the victory through Jesus Christ. Yes. I pray for uh, the hearts of the listeners and those involved in the participants that you would continue to deal with them, God. Those things that have been said, God, that they would cause them to be encouraged, but also that they would put a demand and that they would cause them to seek you even more and yes. go deeper in you, God. Lord, we pray, God, that these sessions will bring about growth, mm. that everybody involved, both the listeners and ourselves yes, Lord. that we would grow in grace yes, Lord. and in the knowledge of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Yes, and Lord. we give your name, praise and glory and honor Thank you, forever and ever. We pray these things in Jesus name. Amen. 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 Amen.